Hello and welcome to the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. I'm your host, Amber Tallarico, founder and creator of the What It Takes documentary and now online platform. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to our community that offers education, motivation, and inspiration. It's my mission to connect education with mindset techniques so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. If you love this episode, make sure to give us a five-star review and feel free to take a screenshot on your phone to share with your social media and tag us on Instagram. I want to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, EI School of Makeup, where artistry meets industry. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this podcast. All right, are you ready to manifest the shit out of your career? I sure hope so, because I know I am. Let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode. It's going to be a short and sweet episode, to say the least. This is basically something I thought about just the other day about how some of us makeup artists don't take time to celebrate ourselves, whether it's a big win or a small win. So I want to invite you guys to take time to sit and think about kind of how far you've come and think about all of the things that you've accomplished up till now. So it's really, I feel like for whatever reason, it's, it can be difficult for us to, you know, look back on, or maybe not look back. It's almost like it's hard for us to be in the present moment and not recognize what we have accomplished in the past. We just constantly are thinking about where we're going and how we're not there yet. So, you know, say for instance, you want to work on... I don't know, New York Fashion Week or something like that. And all you're really focusing on is the fact that you're not there yet. So everything that you've done up until this very moment is not that yet. So you haven't, you know, taken time to be like, well, just because I haven't done New York Fashion Week yet doesn't mean that I haven't accomplished some really badass things, you know? And there's actually a guy that if you guys have followed... Or if you've ever heard of John Canfield, John Canfield is in the self-development world and he actually has an exercise in his book, The Success Principles, where basically he has everybody write down everything that they have ever accomplished. I think it's about, I think you're supposed to write 50 things that you've accomplished in your life. Everything from graduating high school, you know, you know, going from grade school to middle school, from middle school to high school, um, passing a certain test maybe that you didn't know you were going, maybe you thought you weren't going to pass, or making new friends, you know, some little things that we don't kind of recognize as celebratory, right? So this is something that when I came across this exercise, I was like, oh wow, this is really insightful and very eye-opening to say the least because for me, when I came across this, like at that, that particular time of my life, I was so hard on myself about where I was. And even though I, 
you know, I wanted to do really, really big things in my career, there were still some things that like I had accomplished that were pretty, pretty legit. And, you know, if I would have, you know, say for instance, I'm trying to think of a a specific example so that I can kind of bring you on this idea path. Um, so let's see when I, okay, this is a really great example. When I first moved to California to Los Angeles, I had been doing makeup for, I want to say it was about five years at that time, four or five years. And when I like the, probably within the first month of moving, I'd gotten an email from a photographer that I worked with that this bridal photo shoot that we did actually had just recently gotten published in a magazine. And I was really excited and I was just like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And I I made sure that I bought a copy of it and I put it on my website and everything, but I didn't like take the time to really let it sit in. I didn't, I didn't go out for drinks with some friends. I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I shared it with my mom, but and I think I may have shared it on social media, but it wasn't something that I sat and was like, fuck yeah, I did that. Like, this is really cool. And, you know, putting in consideration or not even pers- the perspective, putting in the perspective of had you asked me when I was sitting in cosmetology school, like, you know, day one of cosmetology school when I was starting to, you know, back in 2008, if I would have told myself, yeah, you know, four years from now or five years from now, however many years it was, you're going to be published in an, you know, a national bridal magazine. Your work is going to be published and you're going to move to California. Like the month that you move to California, within, within 30 days of, of moving, you're going to get word that your work was published in a, in a magazine. I would have been like, that is so fucking cool. Oh my God. That's amazing. Right. And so when you put it into a perspective of that, where you kind of go back in time in a way, like time travel, not, no, I'm totally kidding. Not time traveling. But when you, when you think about your past and you think about yourself in the past, you know, you probably would be excited to hear about some of the things that you've accomplished over the years. Right? So I really invite you today to think about the things that you have done up until today. And you know, if you're listening and you, you know, are, just starting out, maybe you haven't even started, you know, charges, charging for your services, right? But maybe you've practiced on friends and family, taking that step just to start practicing. Trust me when I say, I remember one of the first times that I practiced makeup, I was absolutely terrified. And when I did it and I actually was like, okay, so this obviously I'm not so good at, so maybe I should practice on that. And I started really taking my experiences and learning from them into the next, you know, people like, you know, bringing those experiences and then bringing it to the next person to learn from essentially. That is, that is an, that's an accomplishment in and of itself, you know? And so I want to make sure that no matter where you're at, at, you know, your like in the stage that you're in, whether you're beginning, maybe you haven't even, you wouldn't even consider yourself a beginner because you haven't begun. Just even the mere fact of you taking, making that decision to 
pursue a career in makeup, whether it's, you know, full-blown freelance or just makeup artistry in general. Maybe you have a part-time job or a full-time job and you're doing makeup on the side. That all, that in and of itself is an accomplishment that you should really take in consideration of celebrating because there, I can promise you, and you might be this person listening, there are people out there that are so scared to pursue that dream of makeup artistry that they haven't even said to themselves, this is something I can do. And I really encourage you, if you are that person and you're listening right now, take a chance on yourself. You know, you can do this. There's all different ways and routes that you can take. You don't have to be full-blown freelance makeup artist and making a shit ton of money and only working on productions. Like you can do it however the hell you want. You are the creator of your own life. You can have a badass full-time job that you really do enjoy, but then do makeup on the side. You know, that, how, I mean, that's amazing. You know, having consistent income and then, you know, on the side do makeup. Like there's, I think that's great. But you can also, I mean, I'm living proof of this. You can be a full-time freelance makeup artist and make an amazing living off of it. There are so many other makeup artists that I know personally Man, they're making a shit ton of money, let me tell you. Obviously, I can't say names and I can't say numbers, but I I can definitely say that some of these people are making six and seven figures as makeup artists, and it's 100% possible. We all can determine our own, you know, paths by exactly kind of, you know, the decisions that we make, and I promise you that you're going to be so incredibly successful if you really take time to celebrate yourself. I really don't see it as a, a selfish thing to do. I really don't. I think that this is something that specifically our industry needs more of. You know, our industry is notorious for comparing ourselves to everyone else, you know, especially with the significant rise in the influencer world. Here's the thing. I respect influencers. I actually really enjoy them. I think, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of the people that really just bash them, I think are really not being truthful with them, with themselves that a lot of times when we're doing mood boards and things like that, or coming up with ideas for certain looks, a lot of the times they're the people that have that content that they're, we're basing some of our ideas off of. Right. So I think that, you know, and that's just a kind of side note, the little opinion that I have. I think influencers are great. I think that what they do has a purpose and, you know, what they serve is like they just have very, very creative ideas and they're obviously like doing it on themselves. And that you guys, can I just say something? Rick Baker does some badass self-application, right? Nobody's dogging on him. Anyways, that's a whole nother episode to talk about, but Really, the whole point of what I'm trying to make is that we constantly are, we're just constantly comparing ourselves to everybody else. And even, you know, the reason why I brought up influencers is because us, you know, artists that work on sets and productions and in the bridal world and everything, and we're, you know, we don't necessarily work on ourselves as our, you know, um, our expertise is not on ourselves, right? We are experts in doing makeup on other people in you know, different capacities, whether you are doing special effects or body painting or, you know, natural makeup, whatever it is. And, you know, what we tend to do as production, as, as on-set makeup artists, we are looking at these influencers and being like, oh my God, they have 100,000 followers, they have 500,000 followers, they have millions of followers. 
I'm nobody because I don't have a million followers or I can't get brand sponsorships because I don't have followers. And I think that this is a lie that we tell ourselves that, you know, we it's just constantly comparing ourselves. And then on the other spectrum, we compare ourselves to other makeup artists that are just within our industry in, in the production world or in the bridal world or whatever industry you, you know, tend to work in, you know, the fashion industry, whatever it is, you know, comparing yourself to these other artists, you know, and I even was, I caught myself doing this exact thing where I was comparing myself to somebody else that does something similar to what I do with what it takes. And then I was like, what in the serious fuck am I doing? This person is badass. Like what they offer is really incredible. And I can't help but, you know, praise them for that. Like why? And, and they're 15, maybe 20 years on top of my experience with what I'm trying to do. Like, why would I compare myself to that person? And there is, there's this saying, um, not entirely sure of, of the person who said this, where the saying goes that you should never compare your step one to somebody else's step 20. So basically, in a nutshell, this means that when you're like what I did to myself, I was comparing myself to somebody that has a company that's similar to mine, but they're 15 plus years into it, you know, more than I have been. I've been doing the, what it takes for about three years now. It's a little little baby compared to that particular brand. You know what I'm saying? So for me to compare myself to that brand is like absurd, you know? And so even with the influencers, let me tell you, I, I I have taken so many online courses and programs specifically on social media branding and marketing, and it is incredibly hard to build a following. It is so hard. The amount of consistency that you have to put into something like this is out of this world. I, I, I can't assure you that. So I have so much respect for the influencers and especially like so much respect for the makeup artists that are in our industry that do kind of both where they are an influencer within the beauty industry and you know have similar numbers to what these you know beauty influencers or Instagram influencers have it's it's trust me it's hard it is it is very very hard I know somebody personally who she essentially tried to make a YouTube channel, but she is knee deep in working on films. And she actually told me personally, she was like, you know, cause I, I, I loved watching her, her YouTube videos and she kind of just stopped. And so I reached out to her asking her about, you know, what happened with that? And she ended up saying like, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Having a YouTube channel is an obscene amount of work and it's just not something I can do. So, you know, keeping that in mind, you can't, you can't compare yourself to everybody else. You know, don't compare yourself to other influencers. Don't compare yourself to makeup artists that are not, you know, within your, really anybody, because we all have our own stories behind where, like how we've gotten to where we are right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's just like a little life lessons for you guys. (laughs) That is a little on the, uh, not quite the same spectrum as, celebrating yourself but I really want to make sure that I bring home the fact that I really don't want you guys to fall into the rabbit hole of you know going on Instagram and just beating yourself up because you're not like this person or that person you are unique in your own right and 
what you do is like your own business and what somebody else does is like kind of their own business so don't compare yourself to to anybody else but yourself you are the only person you should be comparing yourself to you know and with that being said make sure that you celebrate yourself and that you take time to really just be excited for something you've done you know And if you've never done this, what's going to happen is I really suggest every single one of you guys listening right now, take a pen and paper out and start writing 10 to 20 things that you've accomplished in the last five years. Make it, you know, as little or big as you want. And I can promise you, you're going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm a badass bitch, right? And so you're going to, it's going to get you excited. And then after you do that, I would really, really love to see and hear your guys' stories of how you celebrate yourself. Do you love ice cream? You know, like go get some fucking ice cream or, you know, do you love to go on walks? Go on a walk. And while you're on the walk, really reflect on what it is that you've accomplished and how dope it is and how badass it is. Or, you know, I know a lot of us are kind of like slowly, but surely going back to work. So I don't, I don't know, depending on where you live, you know, if there's a certain restaurant that you really love their food, get some takeout from there. Or, I mean, I think in some places now you can actually sit down. I don't know. I would be a little weird about that, but you know, you do you, whatever. So, you know, you could do that. Something, what I did the other day, because I, I, I'm in the process of creating a membership site and I feel so fucking awesome about this. Like, I'm like, this took me three years to put together and it's finally coming to fruition. And I feel like a new person. What I did was like, you know what? I'm going to get me, I'm going to go get me some boba. I want a boba tea and I want it as sweet as possible. (laughs) Like, I don't even care. Give me the sweetest boba tea that you have. And that's what I did. And I was like, I feel amazing. And it's really cool because the experience, like if if I would have gotten that boba tea and just gotten it for the day, like just whatever, like, I I want a boba tea, sure. And I had nothing kind of behind it. It just becomes another boba tea. But when you are like... I wrote out all of these things of what I've accomplished or like in that particular instance, I was like, dude, I feel so awesome. I am so excited about what I'm doing and I want to celebrate this. It, it has a different energy behind it when you consume that tea. You're like, yes, I'm so cool. Like I'm so like awesome. And I'm doing this because I'm celebrating myself. You know, if you like to get drinks, then get a drink. You know, if you're in an area that, you know, the lockdowns aren't quite opening quite yet, you could just go to the store and get some stuff to make drinks with, you know, and celebrate at home. Whatever you want to do. There's a lot of options that you can do, you know, buy yourself something, you know, buy yourself some new shoes, um, a celebratory drink, something as simple as a tea, you know, going out and getting a bubble tea. You know, it's like five bucks, you know, something really, really, it doesn't have to be extravagant. You know, it's not like you have to go out on a Friday night and just live it up. But that is a form of celebrating, which is something you can do. You know, there's so many options. And I think that is so, so, so important that we do celebrate ourselves. It's not like we shouldn't only celebrate ourselves on our birthdays. I really don't think that that is like, yes, another year has passed. Great. But when we, you know, just throughout the entire year are like, you know what? I worked on that ad campaign. That was pretty fucking awesome. I'm going to go get myself a boba tea and I'm going to drink that boba tea knowing that this is a celebratory drink for myself because I feel so awesome that I did that. 
Um, and even something like, you know, gaining the courage to talk to the person that you've been wanting to talk to, like a really big mentor of yours or somebody, you know, that really inspires you as a makeup artist, something like that. You just like, you don't have to, it does not have to be a huge, huge, huge win. It's not like I work with Justin Timberlake and that's been my life purpose. Like it's, it doesn't have to be that big, you know, it can literally be like, you know, you talk to somebody, I don't know, <laughs> that you were scared to talk to or something. It can be very, very small. I mean, obviously, I am not by any means saying that, you know, that's a small feat because it's not, it definitely takes a lot of guts to talk to certain people that you find, you know, super inspiring. I know how that is. So anyways, I hope that you guys find this episode really, really helpful. The whole reason why I'm actually even talking about this is because this is the 10th episode of the manifesting makeup artist. So you know what I'm going to go do? I am going to go celebrate myself and the podcast, the 10th episode, because, you know, 10 episodes, yeah, it's really not that many, but fuck, I just did 10 episodes. How cool is that? Like this was something I was so scared to do to begin with that now I'm like at the 10th episode. So I'm going to go celebrate my 10th episode of creating the manifesting makeup artist podcast episodes. And what I'm going to do, I'm just going to crack open myself a white claw, a mango flavored white claw. Y'all, have you guys tried white claw? This is not, um, by the way, this is not a sponsored ad or anything. White claw is so good. Like, have you have like for real, for real, have you guys tried white claw? (laughs) It's like, I think it's like 5% alcohol and it's basically sparkling water that's flavored. And, um, usually, so I can't, I like wine. Um, usually if I'm celebrating myself, it's, I choose wine, but it's, it never fails. I always have a really bad headache after I drink wine. And I, during quarantine, my boyfriend and I were like, let's just get drunk. (laughs) I chose to, you know, try White Claw. And actually to be, I take that back. That was not the first time I tried it. It was actually with my friend Nina. Um, she had some some friends over, and I was like, "This is actually really good." But it wasn't until this the time I'm referring to with my boyfriend that I noticed this. So my boyfriend and I were like, "Yeah, let's like, let's just get drunk," and I got myself a pack of the mango flavored White Claw, and I ne- like I can only drink about four of them, and I'm pretty much gone. Like they're super, they're definitely like creepers. Like you drink it. And they're really, it doesn't really taste too much like alcohol. So you're like, oh yeah, I can have another one and another one and another one. And then you're like, oh shit, I'm drunk. And, um, usually if I ever would, you know, get that drunk, I always, 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 ever since probably age 22, 25, I would always get a, a horrible, horrible hangover and, uh, not with White Claw. Because <laughs> it's basically water, <laughs> just sparkling water with, you know, 5% alcohol and bubbles. It's absolutely amazing. Actually, to be honest, I think I'm going to go tell Tony that I want to go to Ralph's and get, I guess they have like a new flavor of like, my, my, my friend Nina was telling me about this, that they have a new flavor of watermelon and I'm like all about watermelon. So I know, so, to be honest, I feel like you either really love watermelon flavor or you really hate it. You're an either or. <laughs> Tony hates it. He's like, no, that's disgusting. So I'll just drink the whole pack by myself. So definitely take time today to find something that you are celebrating. Like it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be like super duper small or it could be super big. Something that maybe you didn't (laughs) celebrate before. 
So basically what I'm going to do after this is I'm going to go get me my, you know, my, my white claw. And I want you to do the same. Do something that excites you that essentially showcases that you're celebrating yourself. And take a photo of it. Take a nice selfie and tag me in it. Just tag at what it takes underscore MUA so that I can see your beautiful face and I can help share, celebrate you as well. I'd love to reshare whatever it is that you're celebrating because I love you guys and I want to celebrate you too. So thank you, thank you for tuning in once again to the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. And until next time, y'all, I'll see you later. I'm going to go get into some white clouds. <laughs> All right, wish me luck, you guys. <laughs>